Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of In the Cut with Phoenix. And mew, mew, mew. How do you feel today? Um, I would say that I have been looking forward to getting online with you and talking to my heart's content. <laughs> All right. That's listen. Uh, no, no, listen. Out. I'm there's a <laughs> lot going on at my address. So whenever I get an opportunity, even if it's just an episode to vent, I'm going to. <laughs> so I'm actually looking forward to you being nosy listen. this week. I well, this is the funny thing. Like I like to understand myself and I feel like we we all can do that. We could all understand each other by learning and listening to other people's experiences and stuff. So with this episode, I went a little deeper than usual for myself and like, I guess, a broad span of letting people know what's going on with my brain and my past. But I I think this is going to be something for everybody. So this episode is going to be about childhood memories mm-hmm. and basically your first experience in this thing called life that we have and how like it correlates with your your life today like your perspective of life and like your Ooh. choices and what you've been used to or what you don't even recognize in yourself and why you are the way you are those experiences that kind of create a mark in your habits and like just things that you do subconsciously and they don't realize have you started like a certain rolling of a ball and yeah still yeah there are, yeah so and yeah the um, type of questions are kind of they are <laughs> they're probing and but that's the thing like because your mind like for instance yesterday um i for those of you who definitely pay attention to my personal page mm-hmm. stories. Wow. <laughs> um, I yesterday I was watching, um, Arthur and Dragon Tales, and um, a couple. I think like another show. I forgot the name, but I went back because it's like you you kind of don't remember and how happy you were even mm. with those shows and how much knowledge those shows had and prepared you for today and like what the world is like but sometimes we kind of overlook them and then we go back and dissect it you're like they were covering some important things yeah they were covering some important things right so it's like even though i love them they were great Uh in my childhood but it's like they were really they had some value to them and they kind of also helped with your your growth as a person Mm. so some of these questions i have i you know i did like some type of faulty research and finding some questions and <laughs> but they turned out to be questions so I'm like what wow say, okay. it worked you, you came know. up with questions <laughs> it did work but <laughs> that's that because I'm just like how you okay. messed okay. up with research <laughs> you found exactly what you were supposed to find and you tailored it this is true <laughs> so those of you that are listening and have tuned in again thank you guys for paying attention to our podcast we really are out here trying to expand ourselves 
and do things that challenge us. And we appreciate you for coming back. So for you that have taken, so actually, before I go into that, um, Mr. Dora and I, we went to our personal pages as well as um, Infinite Spaces dot the podcast at Instagram. Um, we asked you guys these questions and some of you that have answered, um, hopefully you are the ones that are listening as well. Um, we're going to answer these questions ourselves now. So you get to get my answers to these questions, these deep questions, <laughs> as y'all say, and as well as Isadora and her, her listeners and her supporters. So I'm going to start out with the All first right. question. <laughs> the first question is describe your earliest childhood memory I'm going to let Isadora go and tell me her earliest okay childhood well you memory. know I have to be difficult with this because when I saw the, this is like the question I saw and I was just like I can't I'm not um, but it's not it's not bad it was just like <laughs> was I um, because remember I told you in one of the episodes or maybe I mentioned before that I had a uh, habit of zoning out but I think listening to your uncle play the the drums I was just sitting there and I remember bopping like (laughs) I was I that's one of my earliest childhood memories just sitting in a pew and I don't know what that that says but I remember I remember the music of it though I I I wasn't just sitting in the pew like listening to a sermon it was the music part of it wow that's your earliest? No, well, I see. Well, my earliest, my though, earliest? that's what I was wondering because I was like, do you mean like infancy or do you mean like childhood, childhood? Because no, infancy, I mean earliest, earliest childhood. childhood. Because if, I mean, I feel like your infancy is childhood because you are. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, okay. So I remember. Okay. And... So if that counts, my earliest, earliest memory, earliest childhood memory was. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's so many at, at Bedford Pines. Um, my earliest childhood memory was being, I feel like I was an infant. Like I was some months old and my mom was sitting mm-hmm. there on the couch. She was trying to get me to sleep and I was crying. I'm, I was fussy. I was just going through it. She was trying to get me to sleep, but she had some Kit Kat. She had a Kit Kat that she was eating on. And I remember seeing that Kit Kat, not being able to say that I wanted it. But I was trying to tell her, basically, I would stop crying if you give me a Kit Kat. And like, I, I yeah, yeah. So my you. earliest memory was being like some months old and seeing my mom sit in front of me, enjoying herself with some chocolate. I'm bawling my eyes out. And she turns around and she puts me on her knee and puts me on her lap and just starts like bouncing me up and down. And I'm still hollering because she's just not getting the point. I just, I just want a piece. So I just want a piece. With that, tell me, what do you feel about the memory like today? Like as a whole, like what what does that do for you today? Uh, like, does it still bother you, or like, what about it? Is it sticking to you for it to still be there? And be yeah, because the it's memory? definitely my first memory. Um. I would say on the surface, it's just when I look back on it, I wonder if I do remember what it that happening or was it a dream? Um, so I, I tend to second guess it on the surface. But I, I feel mm-hmm. like it happened simply because, and on a deeper note, that's one of my worst fears 
is to be like screaming and expressing mm-hmm. myself mentally and no one hear me being misunderstood mm-hmm. and stuff like that so mm-hmm. yeah I, I feel like it, and that's what makes me feel like it did happen and I'm not just imagining that this happened because it's really contributed to my huge fear of not being heard and being misunderstood and um yeah right. yeah it just and honestly like horror film like screaming in my head and no one hearing me in the sucking yes, place. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. On a, on a deeper note, probably that. Never thought of that before. I, I just don't know what to do with these questions. <laughs> Never thought about that before. But yeah, that's 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 some shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It's not like you want shrooms. Like screaming um, in my head, but <laughs> right. But go ahead. Um. For me, I think my earliest childhood memory is when I was three years old and oh wait a minute. See? Okay, so <laughs> I don't know I don't know which one came first, but if it was when I I know both of them was mm-hmm. when I was three. And I mean I remember like three things. Wow. Okay, now I'm oh, really yeah. about it. Yo. Okay, so the first one will probably be when I was three and my mom and I and my cousin Zenobia, um, we were like downtown Atlanta and I still see that fountain every day that's still there downtown in like near five points. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like these like water shooting up and uh, against this wall. And like, I still have a photo of me sitting there. And I remember that day I, I remember my little legs, my big Aww. shoes on my feet. And it's crazy because I literally have my mom worked over there and I've worked over there. And it's just like I've always been around that area. But to know that my mind still mm-hmm. kept that day in specific is crazy. And I don't, I think, I mean, I don't know what I feel about it today, I guess, is because it's home and it's like I've literally. I guess now that I moved, I never ah. really seen it in the sense of like I really lived in this city and it's literally my home because I've been a part I've like been around every little bits and parts uh-huh. of that place. Like the yeah. whole city and Atlanta was your stomping ground. North, like when you South, say you're from Atlanta, let it be known. He means the heart, the soul, the arms, the legs. He's from Atlanta. He's not from the suburbs. He's not I, on the side. And, but it's funny because <laughs> nobody thinks I'm from Atlanta. And it's so what you funny mean? Because I'm like, what? Like, people that meet me, they don't think I'm from Atlanta or unless, like, I'm up here, people about right. can hear it. But, like, if, if I'm at home, nobody thinks I'm from there. People think I'm That's from fair. California. People think I'm uh-huh. from New York. People think I'm, like, and they don't think that I lived in the city. Like, they don't think I, like, lived in the hood before. Like, people think I... You're just... <laughs> I stay like in a big house or something, and I'm like, girl. I wish. Mm-hmm. But it's funny how pers- it's funny how perspective is because it's like, girl, no, that was not my life. But I guess like, but for me, I guess I never really try tried to identify that uh-huh. I was from Atlanta. But now that I moved, I uh-huh. do identify with it because I've literally lived all over it. So and it's oh. like. 
still oh man like and it still looks good you know what i feel that way about the big chicken (laughs) 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 why because it's been there it's been there like every time i remember coming home from um visiting my family in tennessee I just remember passing by the big chicken. So I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of the answers that we got for describe in detail your early Mm -hmm. childhood memory. Um, For those of you who actually answered these questions, I dig y'all. Thank y'all. Because we we wanted to know you guys, like, you know, what you guys have to say or the answers you would give and it's interesting to see what your answers were so someone said singing my first solo in church choir maybe nap time at school uh-huh. <laughs> that's a good memory dancing in my batman costume while at my grandfather's well, well while my grandfather watched his car uh-huh. playing music now that sounds like a good memory for the first time uh my third birthday where i got power rangers okay and then someone said um, being three in the grocery store and someone asked how old <laughs> I was and they said I'd be a comedian. That's so, <laughs> that's so specific. Now, the person that said that, I could actually see oh, you wow. being a comedian too, but I don't, think you, I don't think he would actually do it though, but he needs to. But that's so random. Clearly, that's so remember. random for for you to right. talk to a three year old and just be like, "This dude is funny." At three, this, I'm I'm, okay. I'm just I'm almost well, curious I mean, as to what I he about... what he asked though, or how he answered. Yeah, is, how he answered. Yeah, was like, true. Or like his mannerisms. Yeah, because just to be like, because <laughs> well, I also uh-huh. say this to those people that answer these questions. If you heard your questions repeated. Think to yourself, since you asked, you answered those questions, what do you feel about that memory today? Like, what does it hold for you? Like, why do you keep that buried in yourself? And like, why is it like a novelty of your memories? And I, you know, okay, okay. That, you and know? you know what? Um, maybe <laughs> asking these questions moving forward, maybe we could do it like that. Just ask the surface question and give those examples. And then go back and ask the, mm-hmm. the follow-up, the the deep one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is staying in the episode. Okay. Because <laughs> we're just brainstorming. <laughs> I mean, listen. It's real. It's bopping. Um, okay, so the next question. Here we go. So, question mm-hmm. number two. Who was your childhood best friend? And what fun things did you all do? Mm. Am I to answer first? (laughs) So you were just such a monumentous part of my childhood. It has to be you. But uh, you you were my childhood best friend. Um, As it goes. And what was the... the, Oh, oh, what's the second part? Was there a second part? Or did we just go? Or you answer. You go ahead and go answer. What oh, what fun! <laughs> so, um, church was one, and y'all might be thinking about like, why church? Is that really fun? Um, we would be cracking <laughs> our butts off. No, cracking our butts up, cracking, cracking up. 
honestly, religiously. That's what we did religiously. We weren't like in church, in church, but we were in church cutting food. And it wasn't really us, okay. though. We were trying to be respectful. It was the adults. <laughs> we would be like, <laughs> it would be them showing out. Um, I remember. <laughs> it would it really would it would be the adults and uh we would hear like testimonies and some of the testimonies were just like overly dramatic and they were some of the shouting was just and I just I enjoyed being with uh being with my friend and having that moment where we were just making eye contact we they knew not to sit us by each other they made the mistake of sitting us by each other a couple of times but after that they knew better but when we found each other anywhere in that church, we were just like, you know what? What did they just say? So aside from acting up in church, acting up food, we couldn't help ourselves. We were just like, um. So that activity came to us. So we didn't make up that activity that came to us. Okay, we couldn't help it. We couldn't help it. Um. Okay. Other than that, it was uh. It was definitely The Sims. We play The Sims even as young kids, okay, generations in. We are not generations in, but we years in, you know, we decades in this thing. So we were playing Sims. Um, probably one of the first things that reunited us because we were really close when we were younger. We had phases, I want to say. Um, really close when we were like two and three. Um, I, I was two when you were four, I guess. And then we separated and then we reunited when I was like maybe eight or so. And um, that's when we were like playing the Sims and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than that, we would have a lot of music videos. We would be Beyonce. We would be bouncing up and down, have music videos. We would, um, yeah, we, (laughs) we would, um, I remember listening to your stories even when we were younger. Um, the the I I was there for you writing that book that you did. Um yeah, I listened to your story. Oh uh, yes, I do. I do. You remember that? Then <laughs> you remember a lot of things that I don't remember. Um, but yeah, we would just get together holidays. We were always over one another's houses. If he was not over mine, I was over his. During the summer, we would be just cutting a fool in the neighborhood. And there was one time I lived in like this mostly because we were always moving. And whereas he's been in Atlanta for most of his life, I have been in every suburb and every... I've been in Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta and I lived there. And that's how we originally met. But throughout my life, I've lived in almost like every Mm -hmm. outskirt county and and things like that so he would come in in the neighborhood at the time that I lived in was predominantly white but it was like fourth of July or New Year's and he and his cousin had come over and I remember his cousin just like skipping down the street in the middle of the night with like an electrical cord (laughs) like one of those power surges all right it was just ridiculous we were ridiculous so (laughs) yeah but go ahead what about you but no um so definitely you I would say you for sure was like one of my first uh, aside of my cousins because they were I was always over their house all the time and crying not to leave them um and we definitely had a lot of fun like even up to like what 16 17 like we would do the most craziest stuff, like running outside or getting chased by dogs. 
Okay, um, I thought I you mean, was good. Yeah, when you said the dog. Yeah, me and okay. you. But then also my cousin. My okay. Cu- what that happened with them too. <laughs> like, I got chased by a dog when I was 10 with my cousins, um, Charity and Israel. And that time was the scariest time ever because that dog was coming. I ran so fast that my sh- I, I flew out of my shoes aside of my cousins because we literally mm-hmm. was around each other. And that matters too because that doesn't guarantee um, anything. It's dope to say. Yeah, yeah that's dope to say because... that you and your cousins okay. are friends because, yeah. yeah. Mine was just too old. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, that, that that could definitely be that. Um, but aside of them, definitely you because I mean you were three and I think I was five at the time. Yeah, I had and to you be think if you were, were two, if you were five, you were three. if you were five, or maybe I was definitely was three, three or turning three. Yeah. And then I remember being in your apartment <laughs> and you being short baby. as crap. I mean actually I still have those pictures oh for my my, bir- my birthday when I turned five. Like, I, my mom has them, but I need to get them because there's a picture with all of us being. We love to see it. We would love to see it outside. We would love to see it in front of the apartment, and if they can find it. But um, I need to go back down there and make a photo album. But um, <laughs> I I just remember us like. Just being goofy and calling each other baby rock and party and it was just a crazy <laughs> time. And then I remember we had some crazy times in church. Like we would go to different. So being yeah. in church, that's definitely how we bonded because we had to go to church all the time, and we was the only kids that could just be around almost the same age. And by that time, my cousin, I think my cousin uh-huh. Charity, okay, moved yeah. and. Um, my cousin Israel um wasn't really like he was around us, but he wasn't really like in not at all into not our activities. So he was probably looking at us like they there. are lame. He would like <laughs> he was, yeah. He was in his own world. And mm-hmm. we definitely bought during those times and like we would go our church would visit other oh, churches and there would be man. more crazy things that we would catch. A mess, honey. Like wigs. We were literally catching wigs. (laughs) And we (laughs) okay. And then we both then there was a time when we of course we listened to, you know, Beyonce and Emery and Ashanti and listened to all the different songs. Brooke Valentine. We would listen to so many songs. But then we okay. But then we were really, really bond when Mm -hmm. we found out that we both loved the Sims. We mm-hmm, went mm-hmm. and we crazy. can make them woohoo. <laughs> we would mm-hmm. be like sit there watching these, okay, <laughs> watching these, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Time. I remember okay, when turn. I learned your um, your little cousin snitched on you, and he was like, That's that's when I kind of find out found out that you might have been gay, but your little cousin snitched on you because we were just, yeah, no, he snitched on oh, you, and he was snitched. just like, um, which you know, at the time it was snitching, you know, now it's like embrace all of your sexuality but at the time you know because that was taboo where we were um adonis was like he he be playing that's it oh i'm sorry i mean to be throwing out names 
But he was like, he be playing them sims. And I, he made two men sex. Woohoo. He said kiss or something. He made, he made two men kiss. And, oh, and yeah. all I, I, I wasn't even paying attention to like how he was snitching. I just like, I stuck on, oh, he plays the sims. <laughs> I didn't even care what he said. It was just like, oh, Yo. oh, he plays the Sims. I don't care what you say, little boy. Like, move, he move. Definitely <laughs> he plays the Sims. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, at, yeah, that down. was the first time I learned you actually played the Sims because that was again one of our disrupted phases. Like we had fell out of touch. Um, I think my mom had left and moved and went to another church for, for like temporarily, and then when we reconnected, when I was about like eight and mm-hmm. you were 10. Yeah, yeah about that 10. is how it happened. Yeah. We reconnected and we were just trying to feel each other. And every time we came back to each other, that's the thing. Like every time we disconnected, we were always able to pick up where we left off or um, just vibe, vibe. Because in, in learning that we were three yeah. and five when we first met, there are so many relationships that you, that originate at that time or that may, you know, be memorable, but that isn't to say that you guys have maintained the same interests or have, of course, three and five. Everybody's interests were almost almost the same, but every time we reconnected, it was mm-hmm. it was a blast. It really was every time. Um, yeah, and so that was right. that second time. Just we will be just like, like crying, laughing, wheezing. Yes, like, about about absolutely nothing. nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, Ooh, time. okay. <laughs> Woo, y'all are gonna laugh at these. Okay, so the question again was, who was your childhood best friend, and what fun things did you all do? The two that I'm gonna, well, the three that I'm gonna highlight is one of one of you said, I don't think I had a best friend. My best friend was yes. myself, and you know what? I dig it. Um, yeah, be a rock, be your own rock. I was my best friend. I bet they are lit. Someone also said, okay, they are lit. Um, but what's the the second second one, one, (laughs) 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 y'all? What happened? Someone said they didn't give me Uh their best friend's name from childhood, but what they (laughs) the fun thing that they did (laughs) was hunt. (laughs) Okay, you know we're all welcome. Okay, (gasps) they are all welcome here. Okay, um, I mean, wow, what better friend? (laughs) What better friend? That's what we'll be doing. Okay, (laughs) we're gonna move along. There, and then someone that I know said, "Well, as okay. a small little adorable child, you and Israel were my own only friends. Aww. That was my cousin, <laughs> and of course, she had to be yeah. extra and say, as a small, yeah, okay, she had to let y'all know <laughs> that you know I wasn't just. It may sound well, sad. It may sound sad what I'm about to say, girl. but know that I was adorable and I deserved better." whatever um the next question we're gonna we're gonna give you guys more concrete answers um do you see yourself as your parents now 
that you are Ooh, an adult. You answer that because I have nothing for you. <laughs> I definitely see myself mm-hmm. as both of my parents. And I want to say, I think I'm starting to see oh. my mom more now, which is crazy. Um, even when it's like come to like my voice, like how I talk mm-hmm. or like the tone of my voice or like little small little mannerisms or like even like for instance, my mom does this thing where like her like nose a twitch. has like I've this weird it. little itch or something like yeah, and like I found myself <laughs> doing that, and I'm like, oh my god, like my mom <laughs> and. I didn't grow up with my daddy, but the things that are opposite of my mom and me is what I'm learning. That's mm-hmm. literally a part of that's my dad. True. Things I failed at that I see, like that they probably would have been mm-hmm. had difficulties in in the age that I am now, like back then, like or like I remember my mom being 28 and 29 because I was definitely like maybe oh really five or six around the time, but I definitely remember how mom well maybe eight i think or something i, I didn't know. realize your mom was um, that young no 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 no. i was probably like five okay yeah my mom had me at like 23 and so mm-hmm. i definitely was like five or six and i being me now and trying to be mm. <laughs> a parent wait trying to be a parent like learning a different appreciation well, I'm just saying, like, being a parent and being the age I am right oh, now, okay, like, okay, I wouldn't gotcha. know how to, and, and then a, and then a single parent, so, like, me being me and uh-huh. then seeing the parts of myself that's my mom, like, like you know, even how, I mean, not all of me is my mom, some of my dad and some of the mistakes that I'm doing is from him, too, but it's, like, through all of those different mistakes and seeing, knowing my, who my mom is and the things that I'm doing now, it's kind of, like, I can see myself, I mean, see them in myself, like, like, they still are who they are now, and some of those things are embedded in you, and, like, now you're becoming older. But do you think, do you think you're solely, like, one half mom, (laughs) one half dad, or is there, like, because, well, yeah, because I I would think, well, I, I personally, I think that maybe it's, like, Huh, let's see, forty percent my dad, forty percent my mom, and like twenty percent something t- entirely different, like twenty percent experience, or maybe, or maybe like ten percent my mom, ten percent my dad, mm-hmm. and eighty percent experience. <laughs> I don't, I don't, yeah, I just, I want to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, it's definitely. 20% experience because the experience, I mean, those traits that they, they yeah. give you. And yeah, because the numbers those, aren't like, exact. It's just like if you believe it's more so, more so like nature as opposed to nurture and you believe it's more so nature. I think that it's nature and experience because, you know, a part of you that your mom is like going to be like, I mean, even sometimes your, your parents be like, where you get this from? And it's like, girl, it's from you. But, Fair. <laughs> and they don't, they can't even recognize it. Like, but I feel like 
I feel like they could be different, just different parts that just comes in and out. Um, that just some parts are more prominent than the other. Like, you know, the way you hold your mouth could be the reason from how your dad holds his mouth. And the way you scowl is mm-hmm. the reason the the way you look the way you look when you scowl is how your mom scowls. So something that's like it could just be either or sometimes. Or or it could be both. Maybe next time it's the other person when you do it. Like you know what I mean? Because you're the blending of both of them. But for me, I recognize them from just like it naturally happened for me. Like even the way I walk, like yeah, even with like my my understanding how how I walk like my mom and I'm like mm-hmm. I don't even know how to not I concur. Walk my mom. I concur. <laughs> so so it's like you know and then some days I and look in the mirror and I look like my dad or like there could be certain things that I do that I'm like why am I doing this like this and it's because of my dad like and I'm just noticing them more and more and more um even my grandparents like my my grandma i still mm-hmm. i see some parts of me and her mm-hmm. or um or her and me so it's like I, I i can i don't nobody i don't think a lot of people see oh well no some people do see it i don't so see you what say you you don't you don't well it's not that i don't see them it's just you. that i i don't think that they make up so much of wh- who i am or who I, I will become. Um, but I, I do. I, yeah, I've definitely seen in, in, in reconnecting with my dad. Um, I've learned a lot that I uh, questioned myself when I was younger about that didn't seem to come from my mom. I was just like, so why am I like this? Everybody else can get with the program, but I can't. What's going on? Um, in reconnecting with him in my, um, my adult life, I, I've realized... <laughs> You know, I've seen mm-hmm. I've seen some evidence of, of where I could have I could have gotten that from him. Um, so I guess I'll just go ahead and answer the question. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, OK, I think I want to start <laughs> off in by saying that I don't see myself as them, but I do see parts of me or parts of them in what I do and how I act and how I react. Um, so with my mom. I was always up under her. I, that, that was, I knew nothing else. That was my, that was my baby. I was always up under her. Uh, so what I got from her, that's the question, right? Do you see yourself as your parent now that you're an adult? I was always up under my mom. Um, let me, I'm trying to think what I see. That was the question, right? (laughs) What was the question? (laughs) What was the question? <laughs> okay, I don't see myself as, as my parents, so I answered that part. But um, the part of my mom I believe I see in myself is that part that, hmm, I, you know, I hope that I got my mom's compassion um, because I, I know without a doubt she had it. And I hope that uh, I feel like I do, but I hope that it it is reflected in my dealings with people because uh, she was she was super compassionate. And as far as like mannerisms and things she would do, um, talk with her hands. That is where I got that from. 
when she talks, I mean, she's creating a world with her hands. She's like mani- like manipulating air and bending elements and stuff like that. And I believe, um, as I've been told, that I <laughs> I be drawing circles in the ground and stuff. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> doing protective spells and stuff so if if anything stands out to me um that I do for my mom it's it's talking with my hands talking very um I guess animatedly and with animation I don't know how you would call that expressively talking very expressively (laughs) and um my mom was easily excitable so I'm kind of like that too like I will jump at everything um (laughs) Uh, but that's it. I feel like a lot of why I felt, um, and this is just, this is just growing up in my mom's household. I felt, although it was just three of us, plus some of the foster children that she would keep, I I felt like between the two of us, my sister and I, I was the black sheep and I, cause I just could not get with the program. I always had so many questions. I couldn't just go for the okie doke. And I just had beef with authority. And um, that, I believe, because when when I was younger, there were periods where my dad was there. Um, My dad and I were only in contact, or because my dad and I were only in contact in phases in my life, it was really hard for me to uh, pinpoint then what was like my dad mm-hmm. uh, what traits I had that was like my dad uh, I I feel like I felt his mm-hmm. absence more than being able to connect to parts of me that was him but now that I'm older and I've had a chance to bring to him very adult questions things that I've wanted to know for ages um, I mm-hmm. see a lot so um, I would say what I get from my dad is uh, this introspection thing, like this constant transformation type thing. My dad's like that so much. He's told me about all the religions he's been a part of. He's had a guru. He's been Buddhist. He's been Catholic. He's been, um, but but really searching for um, someone who's always searching for their own path. I see my dad as being that type of person um, and talking to him Um, very, very uh, much so a person that likes to go off the beaten track. And um, while I I feel like I've suppressed that part of myself for a long time, I uh, nonetheless was able to Mm -hmm. relate to those urges that, you know, that I, that I noticed when, when talking to him. And then another part, that I like mannerisms I really can't deal with yet I don't really know I haven't been around him enough but um the other part is just uh detachment (laughs) like my dad him and emotions it's a no-go it's not and what's funny is he's a cancer he's a whole cancer and they're supposed to be like sentimental you know not to basically shit on our last episode, but they're supposed to be very sentimental on the surface. And um, yeah, he, he's just really not, he's someone who can easily um, just relocate and 
ups- I don't know. Because he's been married to the same woman for years. Huh. <laughs> but emotional detachment is definitely... <laughs> and um, he's fairly non-confrontational. And I feel like in certain... In, or for a while, I was that way. Non-confrontational. I would rather escape or run away from my problems than to uh, address them. And there are still instances in particular contexts where I'm like that, but uh, yeah. Yeah. So but I don't do see myself this. as my parents. That's the thing. I see <laughs> parts of them that may have influenced how I act, but my goal, I, I guess I want to get as much away from being them as possible. Not to say that they're bad people, but, um, and I'm not, I don't want to go against myself. So if myself naturally wants to um, behave like them, but if I have any control over that, I don't, I don't want to be um, just a combination of those two. Of course, to some extent I will, but I don't know. I don't know. See, that might be my dad talking. We will never know. <laughs> 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 oh well people that answered said <laughs> no way someone said no. yep someone said absolutely I tried to stray away from any similarities uh-huh. that I shared with my mom mm. as a teen and then some and oh, then these someone said like there's some stories behind those <laughs> mm. I mean I see myself as both of them. I feel like there's always going to be some negatives because that's their choices. Right. You have the choice I... to do things differently uh-huh. now that you see them. But you still, I don't think that still takes you away from being them. You're just being the better versions of what Then I'm being me. Then I'm being me. If I'm not making the same choices that they're making, if I'm not, yeah, then I'm being me. And that's, exactly. that's the part that I feel like. But as in the same respect, you are still being them because you're you're they still had those choices of being that 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 different version. But you don't have to specifically be what they've become. But you can still yeah, see and them in you. You're just you're just highlighting. I don't the think best I did. <laughs> oh, you're saying your goal is you're saying well, your goal when is you're making to highlight the, right the best part. You do. Yeah, because my mom mm-hmm. has some great attributes about herself that that number one helps me naturally, mm-hmm. even when it comes yes, to very performative, but very yeah. Two, her mindset when it comes to mm-hmm. making something happen and doing her job and making something look right, or you know, being concrete or executing something, and then being determined but then my dad was also determined very strong-minded but also very caring and sensitive and um all of those good parts so you know there's two people that have good and bads but when you highlight those and put them in yourself those are going to be parts that create the version of you that you want to be and what you know that's i think that's the goal if you do see your parents i mean if you see the bad parts you know you just yeah 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 (laughs) but yeah i just i just feel like it's just a little sliver of something else 
I mean, because you can you can never become exactly right. both of them because right. it's impossible. But I, I don't even see myself as equally both of them. I just I I feel like there's some of them and the sliver of something else, and that sliver of something else would be the paths I take, the uh, choices I make for. Because there are things that I'm confronted well, yeah, with that I'm confronted with that interest. they were never confronted yeah. with. Just by the changing of the times, there will be things that I'm confronted with that they never had to make a decision about or never had to train their brain to go in that direction. So I I, I want to say that as much as I am um, reflections of them, I'm still, you know, I don't know. I don't know, cause when when Simba looked in that water, <laughs> I think it would be different. I think it would be different if our parents no. were married and we lived. No, with them. cause you you, you feel differently a... than I do. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. okay. My bad. I'm Hear sorry. <laughs> I'm only saying. Okay. this doesn't have to go in it. Um, but I'm only saying that because. For myself, if both of my parents lived with each other and they actually got along, I think that I would have a mm-hmm. way better outcome of mm-hmm. being myself because my dad was always pushing me to do like I always had this this thing in me that wanted to do what I wanted to do because I felt strong about it and he was like that mm-hmm. and I didn't realize till now that he was like that because he told me like you know if that's what you want to do you go for it that's what I'm talking about and that's the type of person he was so I feel like with him being sensitive and being caring and being like strong minded uh, it would have gotten my mom in a different mindset faster to where I would be more supportive supported and more successful in endeavors that I wanted to do but have I had those two parts of myself yeah. coexisting already? Yeah, I, I, I can see that. You know what? I could see that. I could see that. Um, I don't know what I. I know my mom was sentimental, so she was big on family, and um, and big on mm-hmm. bringing other people in. Hence the foster kids. So um, I feel like that would have mm-hmm. stayed a part of her, but my dad. Um, again, my dad was, uh, in, in the talks that we had, he told me a while back, like some years back before we reconnected this time, some years back, he was just like, you're going to have to leave your family to ever do anything. And I think as far as like, um, creating a lane for myself and being independent and not being like, not second guess, not second guessing Mm -hmm. that. I think my dad being in the in the household would have mm-hmm. been um, instrumental in helping me um, develop that sense of identity, that that sense of individuality, and encourage that. He would, I think, he would have helped encourage yeah. that. Um, and opinions, I, I don't think, because uh, my my mom, I want to say, was very hush hush, like don't say that, you know, like that commercial, that Candyman commercial, where don't say that. <laughs> like my mom was very bad. Um, but I feel like uh, if my dad had been in the house, mm-hmm. it would be more of a free thinking household where 
what are your opinions? Maybe me being like 10 or 12, he might have asked me my opinions on the congressional race and maybe I would know more about <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I feel like it right. would have been a, um, they would have been a good <laughs> yin and yang energy for me. Um, I had my air sign. Yeah. This harmony that yeah. was already built for what you are to be like. I mean, you know, I mean, that's two parts of yourself. Like, and that's the thing that I be thinking about. Like, I am two parts of these motherfuckers. What the? F- I'm at conflict along, with myself. So I'm at war with myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, coming to situations like this, hell yeah. Like, where, you know, one parent was estranged. You know, you probably have to war with those things. You might try to identify mm-hmm. more with one part than you do with the other, but the other part's like, hey, I want to be seen. Notice me. I'm also a part of you. So <laughs> you're trying to suppress that part or you're trying to make nice with that part or even just identify that part of you that might be from your estranged parent. But <laughs> you don't really... At war at war uh i feel like this is good to keep and if we're gonna do several parts i feel like we should hang up now